You're listening to the Social Spectrum Podcast with Gina Galliotto. Here we prove that success on social media and in entrepreneurship is not one size fits all and discuss thriving online through the lens of different personality types, lifestyles, and neurodiversity. Success lives on a spectrum, so your impossible search for the one right way to grow your online business ends here. On the Social Spectrum Podcast, we'll unfold your right way instead. Let's dive in. I don't know about you, but especially at the beginning of my content creation journey, I was always comparing my content side by side to other creators, wondering why my content doesn't look as good as theirs, as crisp or as bright. Because while I was filming, I always felt like I was doing everything right. And so then when it came down to it, in hindsight, I would get so disappointed because I was like, it still looks like shit. (laughs) So if you are finding yourself feeling like your content just looks like shit, which I know may be blunt, but hey, I'm here to be blunt with you. I am your mentor and your friend, and both of those people want you to succeed. So if you need someone to tell you your content may look like shit, I'm going to be the one to tell you that. (laughs) So here are some signs that you may be doing the wrong thing while filming your content and how to correct them in order to have a little glow up in the visuals of your content. Because I certainly know that if I scroll back on my feed and look at the difference between my starting out content and my content now, there is a very clear, obvious difference. And I want you to be able to look back and see the same. And so let's talk about six things that you may be doing wrong and what you should do instead. So number one, if you go to film and you realize, you know what, it looks a little bit dark in here and your instinct is to flip on the overhead light, stop right there because you know you are doing something wrong. You want to instead keep that overhead light off or turn it off if it is on and face yourself in front of a window. Open up the blinds, open up the curtains and sit directly in front of that window. And if it's nighttime or it's dark, then instead you can use an external light source and put it out in front of you instead of having that overhead lighting of turning on the lights in the room wherever you are. Because what happens is if you turn on those overhead lights, the light comes down and it creates shadows under your nose, under your eyes, and in just unflattering places that not only aren't flattering, but also just end up having uneven lighting, which makes the video darker in a lot of places where it doesn't have to be. Whereas if you bring that light out in front of your face, it's going to illuminate much more evenly. And you're not going to get those unflattering shadows. And not only that, but everything will be more bright and crisp because the entire filming area or section of the screen is going to be illuminated rather than, again, that light just coming down on you. So if you don't have something, I definitely recommend getting some kind of external light. They have ones that you clip onto your phone, which I love. I've been finding that really helpful. And so it doesn't have to be super fancy, expensive equipment to make this huge change in your content. Now, another instinct that I definitely had at the beginning that I had to break the habit of was centering myself in front of the screen while filming. So if your instinct is to kind of like fill the screen with your body and your face or center yourself when you are filming B-roll or anything like that, you're going to be taking up way too much space within the frame for anything else to be legible. So you want to be really intention with the way that you actually frame your clips and you want to leave negative space around you or your subject. 
So again, that means leaving intentional room to put things like text and elements so that the viewer's eye isn't being super distracted with you trying to fit the text like in places in the center of your chest or where your shirt might be distracting, anything like that, where it's just not easy to consume. You want your content to be as easy to digest as possible because as we all know, social media is such a fast-paced environment. Another thing that you want to look out for is unintentional or just boring angles. You really want to do what you can to make your content stand out. So if your phone is just in the same spot the entire video, that's kind of a yawn sometimes, especially if it's a longer form video. So you really want to instead switch up the angles between clips, switch up what the viewer is seeing so that they have something not only with the context and the text to keep their attention, but also something visually to keep their attention. And it's going to give you that additional edge, that additional reason for someone to continue watching. And it also is going to just help you get a lot more creative and develop your own kind of like filming and editing style instead of just, again, sticking your phone down and just pressing record. And that's the amount of effort that you put into it. So learning about how certain angles and even lenses affect you or the subject or the background in your content is going to be crucial. You can research, you can experiment, practice, watch some YouTube videos, and just be really honest with yourself about if your content would make someone watch until the end. So ask yourself, if I came across this video from a stranger, would I watch it all the way till the end? It's that simple and be super honest with yourself. And if not, try to, again, add some context or elements that's going to make it more appealing to stick it out. Okay, so this next one I was so freaking guilty of, especially in some of my videos, and that is simply overdoing it. There are so many different ways that you can overdo it whenever you're filming your content. So like for me, this would look like way too strong of a filter or just like distracting effects or elements that I would have pop up way too much text. So instead of like summarizing it, putting all of it too fast of an edit. So all of these types of things are going to overwhelm the viewer and get a scroll Even if you have the most valuable or inspiring post in the entire world, if it's just feels too much for this person to consume, they may not even get to that value and will just scroll first. So instead, you really want to think about how you can be the most clear and concise. There's nothing wrong with using elements and things to draw attention to certain areas of your video that are key, but you don't need them for every single clip, right? You don't need a, you know, sparkly filter background if it has no context with the video. So be really simple about it. You know, there's like a saying that if a third grader or a preteen can't understand your content, then you're doing too much. So again, try to be simple. Think what are the key elements someone watching with their audio off would need to see to understand the content? Because that's like, for me, that's really the point of those elements is either to help someone understand if they're watching with their audio off or if they are watching with their audio on, again, just to draw their attention to key aspects of the content. So on the other side of that coin, though, is underdoing it. You don't want to do too little either. And if your content just isn't standing out, it's not fun to watch, it's not displaying effort, it's not easy to understand, kind of all of the things that we've already talked about, 
it's not going to go very far. And so this is where being really honest with yourself about what changes need to be made comes in. Observing creators in your niche and practicing modern, up-to-date editing styles, not getting set in your ways too, too much, and being open to trying new things, tracking your results to find what is actually working and what maintains viewer attention. I think a lot of times, you know, we think of the data and insights in terms of the context that we're sharing, but sometimes, especially at the beginning, it will have to do with editing style or things like that too, as you're learning. So you really want to take everything into consideration. And one huge, huge, huge mistake I see in the realm of underdoing it is not adding any text on screen. That is such a huge mistake because many people scrolling their social media are watching with their audio off. And so if they don't have any idea what your video is about, it's going to get a scroll. And it's not even that, even if someone does have their audio on, it's like you're not adding that extra way for them to connect with this content. You need to have that hook in text right there on screen. And for some reason, it is such a common mistake I see with new creators. And so I really wanted to push this point to always have text on screen. If you find yourself about to post, and especially the first few seconds has no context for someone to read or relate back to themselves, you know you're making a mistake, okay? Something else that you may have an instinct to do that is harming the quality of your content is to use the front camera. I know that using the front camera tends to be a lot easier, but as often as you can use the back camera, it's going to benefit you. Obviously, it's a lot more crisp of a camera on, I think, all phones. And so you want to use that advantage. And even better if you can use portrait mode or use the grid to give yourself a good angle setup. Anything like that, that the back camera offers in order to, again, increase the quality of your content. And kind of speaking of something else that is a really easy kind of fix that I will warn does take up more camera storage or more phone storage is to go to your camera settings and to switch your video, I guess your video settings to record at 4K 60 FPS. And so in order to do this, you're just on an iPhone, you're going to go to settings, you're going to go to camera, you're going to go to record video, and then it's going to show you a bunch of options like, you know, it says 1080 HD, and then there's 4K FPS. So there's all these different options. And I put mine on the highest option. And again, the con with this is that it is going to take up more storage. But a lot of the 4k options are good if you want to just experiment with some of those if your camera settings are not already on that. So just to recap, if you are finding that you feel your content looks like shit, you want to avoid using overhead lighting and use an external source in front of you instead. You want to avoid bad subject placement, meaning you don't want to fill the entire screen and you want to leave intentional negative space for text and elements. You want to get creative with your angles. You don't want to leave your phone in the exact same space for too long. You don't want to overdo it by doing too much, too many distracting filters, too many effects, and you don't want to underdo it by putting zero text on the screen at all or not displaying an effort in your content. And lastly, you want to use the back camera as often as possible. So I know some of those 
are going to drastically increase the quality of your content if you were guilty of any of those mistakes. And if you don't believe me, you can scroll back to some of my beginning reels and TikToks and see how my content has progressed. And that's coming from someone who mostly just does talking to the camera style videos, especially on TikTok that like don't emphasize aesthetics, but even still, you can just see how much easier it is to watch, how much more you want to watch it in the first place. And again, I will emphasize this one final time. So much of it comes down to being honest with yourself. I can't tell you the amount of commenters or students, etc., that I've had say, you know, my content looks just like that, but mine didn't perform nearly as well. And I have to be like, well, does it? (laughs) Obviously in a much more constructive way. And I'm usually ending up sending them one or all of these exact tips. So again, be really honest with yourself whenever you are comparing your content. And it's not about having like the most amazing equipment or incredible, crisp, clear content. It's just about being competitive. And so you want to look around your niche, right? Like some, for example, if you are in the travel niche and the creators you're aspiring to are using like drones and things like that, okay, maybe that's not necessarily a realistic comparison, right? Instead, you really want to look at someone you're competitive with. So someone who is using the same equipment as you, someone who does look like they're just using their iPhone, but that is at like that next step or that higher level than you. And that's what you really want to compare to and see what differences or what changes, I mean, you can make in your content in order to achieve that. Because at the end of the day, it's all about growth. And as long as, you know, you're open to that growth and you are able to kind of take these tips and be constructive with yourself instead of hard on yourself, then you're going to do great. And I can't wait to see where your content is one month from now. If you liked this episode, it would make my day to hear about it. Please don't hesitate to share your thoughts on Instagram and tag me at Gina Galliotto or shoot me a DM letting me know so I can continue sharing episodes you love. And if you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe to the Social Spectrum podcast and leave a five-star review so we can stay in each other's worlds. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. Until next time, friend.